Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God for our comfort and meditation this afternoon is recorded in the 11th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John, beginning at the 25th verse. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. In the name of Jesus Christ, who is the life of all the living, and the death of death our foe, dear family members and friends of Levon Bartness. Today we find ourselves in a similar situation as those to whom Jesus first spoke the words of our text. Family members and friends were gathered in a small village, grieving over the death of a beloved member of their community. We are told that the purpose of the gathering was to comfort them at their loss. Among the guests was the one who could truly provide comfort. 
Jesus Christ, not only a dear friend of the deceased and his family, but the Lord of life, brought a message of life in the midst of death. Jesus tells his friends at Bethany, just as he assures us today, I am the resurrection and the life. This is comfort to those who mourn and hope for those who are dying. Jesus' words, I am the resurrection and the life, are comfort to us as we mourn. When Lazarus lay sick, his sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. Jesus purposely delayed his arrival until Lazarus was dead and buried. The body lay in the tomb four days already, when finally, entirely too late according to human thinking, Jesus arrives at the village of his beloved friends. He waited until the need was the greatest in order that he might extend greater help and display the greater glory of God's love and mercy. As Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory that God's Son may be glorified through it. When Jesus finally arrived, Martha expressed her disappointment to Jesus. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus had no intention of healing Lazarus of his illness. Why not? Because Jesus had something better in mind. After Lazarus had died, Jesus said to his disciples, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going to wake him up. Jesus did exactly what he promised, calling Lazarus forth from the grave and restoring him back to life. Jesus also had something better in mind for Levon, that she may be with him in the joys of heaven. In our lesson, the character of Martha is similar to our loved one Levon, generous and hospitable, taking care of the needs of others. For the many children she provided daycare for, and for her nieces and nephews, grandchildren and great-grandchildren, great-nieces and nephews, her house was a second home, and she was like a second mother. She would give them something to eat, a snack or treat, and look out for them like they were her own kids. When I would go visit her, often her family members would drop by and make themselves at home. When I would pray with her, she would name others for us to bring before the Lord in prayer. These were her ways of expressing her faith in Jesus. In our lesson, Martha looks beyond outward circumstances and expresses a trusting faith in Jesus. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. So also today, we do not close our lament with the words, my beloved has died. But with Martha, we add the words, but I know that even now, even now, God has not abandoned us. For Jesus has promised, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Even now, God hears our prayers. Even now, Jesus sympathizes with us in our sadness, just as he did with his friends in our text. The shortest verse of the Bible 
says that Jesus wept. What a comfort it is to know that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, is also true man. He shows by his example that weeping is the natural human response to death. As Jesus wept at the death of his friend Lazarus, we will miss Levon. We will miss visiting with her, her kindness and generosity. As Jesus once assured Lazarus' siblings, your brother will rise again. Even now, Jesus brings us a message of comfort to wipe away our tears. Your sister, your mother, your grandmother, your friend Levon will rise again. Martha responded in faith to Jesus' comforting message. I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. When our loved ones die in faith in Jesus, their Savior, we too can confess, I know she will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. This is what brings us comfort today, to know that death is not the end for our departed loved one, Levon. Death for the Christian is the gateway to everlasting life. As Jesus told the thief on the cross who repented and came to faith in him, Today you will be with me in paradise. As soon as a believer dies, her soul is with the Lord in heaven. Though we are departed from Levon now for a time by death, through faith in Jesus, we will be reunited with her for a blissful and unending eternity in heaven. I am the resurrection and the life. Not only do these words comfort us in our mourning, but they are hope for us who are dying. The passing of our loved one and the reports of deaths in the news each night from the COVID-19 pandemic remind us of the frailty of this earthly life. Death is a fact of life. Yet it wasn't always that way. God created mankind in his image to live in his presence and according to his will forever. How then did death come into the world? Romans 5 explains, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. Since the fall into sin, we have all inherited the sinful nature and will one day die physically. How then can we be prepared for death? The question has often been asked, do you know with no doubts that you will go to heaven when you die? When most people hear this question, they begin to think about whether they have been good enough. They answer with something like, I didn't know you could know that for sure. I hope that I would go to heaven. I don't think I've been all that bad. I'm no worse than anybody else. I believe in God. I'm not perfect, but who is? But there is nothing we could ever do to undo our sin and make ourselves right with God. Yet God did all that was needed. He sent his only son, Jesus Christ, who lived the obedient life which we failed to live. As we are focused on this Holy Week, Jesus also died on the cross to pay the price for our sins. Jesus rose again on the third day, triumphant over death. Because Jesus died and rose again, we know by faith that we too shall rise from the dead. In the familiar words of John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
This was the faith into which Lavan was baptized. This was the faith by which she lived her life in loving service to others. This faith was fed and nourished as she heard God's word and received the Lord's Supper in church or during pastoral visits, and day by day as she read from her Bible and daily meditations devotional book. After Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life, he asked Martha, do you believe this? The same heart-searching question comes to us today, do you believe this? How did Martha respond? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. This was Lavan's confession throughout her life. May this be our confession also. Amen. O God, the Father in heaven, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, true Comforter, have mercy upon us and grant us your peace. Amen.